it is another great edition of the Permanent Vacation Show. It is a Valentine's Day edition, so hopefully all of you lovers out there are uh, in the mood. Let's go around the table. We are going to do a special, uh, well, we should probably start off by saying we have a special Valentine's Day edition, which means me, Alicia, Mr. D, all have our significant others with us today. (laughs) So we're going to go around the table and we are going to uh, introduce everybody. Yes, there's going to be fighting, there's going to be complaining, there's going to be arguing, all of those things have happened before the show's even started. So we're going to go around the uh, room. Why don't we start off with AK, girls first, and uh, let's do some introductions here. Who's with you? My name is AK, and I have Mark (laughs) here with me, Mark B. Mark B! Hello. (laughs) Welcome, Mark B. AK, uh... Thanks for bringing Mark B. Oh, no problem. Awesome. <laughs> Happy to be here. Mr. D. <laughs> Yo, what's up? I have uh, I have the one and only Candy Xander. Yes, we've heard a lot about Not my Candy. real name. <laughs> <laughs> no? She's on the lamb, so she doesn't want to use her real name. So we'll, right. we'll, we'll go with Candy Xander. Candy Xander. Uh, which, is, uh, which is, my last name is Alexander, so we took half of my name, Xander. Yep. And uh, she used to work at a big uh, corporation, which we won't mention because they're... <laughs> Anyway, uh, she worked there, and there was four or five Karens and her little group of squirrels called her Candy. So, and she's with a K. In, she's in a band, and I said that's a great stage name, Candy. Zander. So wait a minute, mm-hmm. uh, just a quick—I I don't want to de- derail us too much, but Candy Xander was not—was that a name you were using in the corporate environment, no. or did you adopt that for the band? Just the Candy part, because there were so many Karens, so they started calling me Candy, and it was bi- basically a song. That was playing one day from the girl, what's her name, from B-52s. Kate Pearson. Thank you. And Iggy Pop, the candy, candy, oh, yeah, yeah, candy. Yeah, yeah. I, love that I can't song. let you go. So my friend's like, hey, we should start calling you Candy. So the next day I come to my desk and my friend Josh put a post-it and it said Candy's desk and it was Candy with a K and it stuck. Sweet. The rest is history. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> All right. And uh, I want to introduce my beautiful wife. Yay! This is Kelly. Hey. Kelly is here. So Kelly and I, neither of us have fake radio names. Uh, Candy has one. Mr. D has one. AK has one. Mark B. Mark, Mark B. B has one. Yeah. Kevin and Kelly are so boring. So we we actually do go we by on that. We do go by a K two all the time or K squared. Oh, yes, but individually we don't have fake names. We have a fake name for us combined. Nice. Yeah. So uh, again, big Valentine's Day show. We got a lot in store for tonight's episode. We're gonna I like uh, K squared. Oh, thanks. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we're going to be doing uh, our, our normal WTF that we always do. We're uh, also going to play a little game. We're going to play a, a Valentine's Day game. It's going to be basically the permanent vacation show's version of the newlywed game. That'd be in the butt, Bob. And um, we're also going to be talking a little bit of politics, but it's not going to be normal politics talk. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, politics and entertainment and what's uh, been going on lately. Uh, out there in the entertainment world regarding politics. We're also going to do a great beer tasting this week. We're going to be enjoying, uh, enjoying, we're going to be tasting uh, Stone Breweries Enjoy by February 14th or 214. And those guys coming out of San Diego. And uh, we got a couple other things in store. So uh, yeah, welcome everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. Another another Hallmark invented Mm, holiday. Exactly. Buy more money, spend it. Now, so there was a Saint Valentine in the uh, Catholic religion, I think. Uh, Does anybody know the background of Valentine's Day? Does it have anything to do with Saint Valentine? Uh, Cupid. 
Cupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with Dennis. I think it's a yeah. I think it was a saint like uh, like Santa Claus. So yeah. if any of <laughs> like, you, uh, like some money, honey. if any of you permanent vacation listeners out there know the history behind Valentine's Day, Saint Valentine, what it is, if it's all Hallmark or if there's some sort of Catholic or religious uh, connection, please go on our Facebook page at uh, Permanent Vacation Show or on our standard website, which is PermanentVacationRadio.com and uh, leave a comment. Let us know because we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about as usual. Or Morse code works. Yeah, smoke signals. <laughs> yeah, shoot an arrow in our butt like Cupid would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So without further ado, uh, let's go around the table. Oh, first, before we get into that, we want to remind everybody, and we will remind everybody twice tonight, that we have a huge live show. February 20th. Yeah, so that's February 20th, um, and that is going to be at Alibi Ale Works in Incline Village. Uh, if you guys are following us on our social media pages or if you're listening to the podcasts, um, you already know about this. We are going to be doing a live uh, show live on Memorex out at Alibi Ale Works in Incline Village. We want everybody who is a fan of the show who is within listening distance and within cheap Southwest Airlines flight distance to get on a plane, get in your car, uh, get on your skis, get on your snowboard and join us over at Alibi Ale Works in Incline Village on um, uh, excuse me, February 20th, which is next Monday, this Monday, coming Monday. Monday. Yeah. Ooh. And uh, we've got that listed as uh, four to something like that. It's probably more going to be around, uh, I'd say probably a start time around six. But if you want to get there and pre-party, what time do they open? The invite at? says seven to nine thirty. Okay. That sounds perfect. That's, that's doable because we all ha are working uh, stiffs here. <laughs> and uh, so we have other commitments during the day. But uh, if you guys want to get over there and pre-party, get ready. I'm sure they'd, be happy to see you and we want to see you most importantly at the show because yeah. we want to see all of your beautiful faces and uh want to press the flesh and uh get to meet you guys and oh, drink uh, some yummy beer absolutely <laughs> yeah so once again alibi ale works this coming sunday february 20th awesome all right monday. let's get into it monday. Monday. monday monday what did i say sunday yeah. monday sorry excuse me thank you guys uh okay so we're gonna play the uh the permanent vacation radio newlywed game <laughs> All right. Bob Eubanks. Bob Eubanks. I actually met Bob Eubanks once. I did. I met Bob Eubanks. Uh, one of my first sales jobs was at, uh, I worked for the Sharper Image back when they were legitimate, when they were a powerhouse. I worked the one in uh, Fashion Island. Newport Beach, California. We had a suit of armor in the store. We had a 1962 cool. Corvette in the front window. Uh, I wore a suit to work every day, and I sold uh, shower mirrors like they were going out of style. Sexy. Yes, and uh, so there was a, an event in the area, and Bob Eubanks was going to be the kind of the uh, MC of this event. Is he still alive? And yes, he is. He does all those commercials for catheters or something now. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, they don't, that make you feel? Yeah, they don't hurt. They don't hurt. You can you, you shove this right in your pee hole without any pain. Yeah, um, hurt. So anyway, uh, but yeah, Bob Eubanks bought like forty, which at the time was cutting edge technology. He came in and bought forty of these uh, television sets that had a built-in VCR. And he was going to give these away as gifts at the at this event, and we had to gift wrap all of them. And uh, yeah, so for about a week, we were gift wrapping televisions. Then we got to go to this event and uh, meet Bob Eubanks. It was fantastic. <laughs> And here we are, reliving it. Here we are. Good so, stuff. We're going to get into this game. It's going to be a simple game, and it's basically on the premise of the old newlywed game. We're going to ask uh, three questions, 
and each individually uh, we are going to try and figure out what the answer to that question is um, by our significant other. So in other words, I need to guess what I think Kelly is going to answer as far as one of these each individual questions. We're going to kind of go around the room. We're going to ask each question first. We're going to have a little time. Ding, 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 Yeah. And then we are going to go back around and review our answers. All right. Is everybody ready to ready. play Permanent Vacation Radio Newlywed Game? <laughs> Okay, first question is, everybody get your answers prepared. First question is, where did you meet your partner? Where did you meet your partner? All right, give everybody a chance to, this is my best game show, boys. Uh, answer that question. All right, everybody got their answers. Second one is, what is your partner's favorite food? What is your partner's favorite food? Alright. And looking around, everybody's got their answer. And what, last but not least, what is your... I can't even read my own friggin' writing here. What is... Your partner's pet Oh, yes. What is your partner's pet peeve? What do I think my partner says about me as far as pet peeve goes? Gruntled. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we so, have to say what we think they think they're. That is. So right. I'm going to be writing down the answer of yes. what I think you find annoying about me. Exactly. He probably didn't even have anything to write down. I know. I, I, so. I'm perfect. I have a blank sheet. Hello. So. I'm perfect. I'm amazing. I'm wonderful. I, and I'm, I'm beautiful. So. What, what I will do is uh, I will be. As uh, as uh, diligent as possible here, and I'm going to be kind of that uh, scorekeeper, the tick person, <laughs> and uh, we'll go around and we'll see each individual team what their correct answer is, and then we'll tally these up at the end and find out who our big Valentine's Day show winner is. Car. Yes. <laughs> I can use one of those. Yeah. Uh, actually, I have. Uh, I actually uh, absconded with one of those television VCRs from Bob Eubanks, and I have that right over here that we're going to be giving away to one of the. Uh, yeah, it is standard definition. It is 13 inches diagonally, and it only plays. Um, and 18 inches deep. It only. Yeah. It only. It only plays uh, v, uh, VCA, v, v, uh, VHS tapes that you rent from Blockbuster. So. There you go. All right, let's go around. Beta. Uh, Beta. You, you Beta. guys, uh, when I say you guys, go ahead and introduce, introduce yourself. This is team number one. AK. Mark. Team number two. Mr. D. Candy. And we will be team number three, Kevin and Kelly. All right. Let's go, around, let's go around the corner and let us reveal the answers. So team number one, what is your answer to the question, where did you meet? So I just, I'm gonna go first. You are going to say <laughs> where, where I think we met. Exactly. <laughs> I need like a big thing to reveal, like a little sign. Like a big poster. <laughs> Otherwise, I can just be like, yes, yes, I also have. And, and that is, thing. and that is the joy of a of an audio medium. Right. <laughs> um, I chose Virginia Tech, 1994, Stickstock. What is Stickstock? Is that like where Sticks performs? <laughs> yeah. 
Um, it's uh, out in the middle of the woods Mini Woodstock. Mini Woodstock. Oh. Get up on that mic. Get up on that mic. Right. we got to be able to hear you. All right. So you said stick stock at what Virginia Tech. Okay. And what is your answer? I also wrote down camping, um, which it was a camping, That's vague. camping event. And it was the same area, you know, the same area that I had in mind. Nice collaboration. So, yeah, I think we may be on the same page. I think that's a point. It was a campaign venue. there is points awarded, I I would think that would be point point worthy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Kelly, uh, could you do me a favor? Adjust your answer to that question to be going through our daily lives on the planet Earth. (laughs) And I think both of us will be right. General. All right, so judges. So what? What is the actual answer? I mean, that's that's what it was. was, a, it, was a, it was a musical camping event. It was an outdoor outdoor camping event. Stick stock. Okay, so. So are we oh, going like, like we're gonna believe stock. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Stock. yeah, yeah. It makes I, I buy that. I buy it. Okay, got it. So the the, awarded. the one flaw to this that I see so far is that uh, we don't have any way of verifying each other's <laughs> each other's it's answer. Well, we, we have a data we checker. Sh- yeah, we should sh- data fact fact checker. Yes, yeah. fact checker. Well, Jake Jake Tapper. <laughs> I'll check on these guys, and you check on those guys, and then they'll check. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to be fake news. (laughs) (laughs) Alt news. I I do very well when there's little fact checking. Okay. (laughs) So we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and for team number one, we are going to give them two correct answers. (laughs) Now, uh, Kelly, would you like to check? Team number two. Sure. Excellent. <laughs> so, does this make sense? Is this going to work? Yes. yes okay. Cool. So, you go ahead and check that. Uh, uh, do, we, do we have them answer first? They already wrote it down. It's good. Yeah. yeah okay. So then, how are we checking it? I read it afterwards so yes. that he doesn't pass his note in front of her face. I see. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, Mr. D, what do you think Candy is going to say is the place that you met? Tahoe City Golf Course. Uh, Tahoe City Golf Course. I see some. Uh, okay, and checker. Okay, and Candy, where do you say that Mr. D? Uh, well, now wait a minute. Where do you, according to where Candy, I think where he thinks. Yeah, where do you think? Yeah. Um. Well, if he wasn't stoned, it was Mike Payne's house. Who is, who is Mike Payne? Is he like a WWE wrestler or something? Yeah. <laughs> he's a uh, he's a local he's a local he's a local painter. Oh. We met before. I mean, fact check right here. We met before we worked at the golf course. Okay. So let's check those answers, Kel, and let's see what we got. Well, I mean, they're not getting points. I think that's nope. pretty legit. We're good. I was gonna Womp say golf course. I should go with what I uh, thought he was going to say. Gut feeling. But he was wrong right. with my answer. Because, yeah, you don't have to be right. You just have to be understand how wrong your partner is. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So when it comes to when it comes to round number one, what are we giving team number two? Mm, zero. zero. That is a goose, goose egg. egg. Okay. Now, would you guys like to uh, check our? These are these are my answers. This is what I think Kelly's going to say. And you guys can check those. That's his favorite. Okay. And uh, who? Uh, AK, do you want to ask some questions? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, and now, where did you guys meet first ever? Ladies first. Okay. Uh, at work at Mountain High. 
And I am going to say at work at Mountain High. Oh, and <laughs> bing, 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 Mr. D can do some fact-checking on team number one. Our question is going to be, what is your partner's favorite food? Can I go first? Because I know this shit. <laughs> Mark's favorite food? R&B. Rice and broccoli. <laughs> Rhythm and blues? <laughs> I've never tried that. Rice and broccoli. Rice and broccoli? Well, let's do some fast-checking here. Fact, your mama fact, would be so proud. So this is what I'm thinking. Are you handing me what I think she's yeah, going to say? That's, that's, a, the second one. that's what Mark wrote. Okay. So. Okay. So. That's how I wrote mine, too. Okay. What do you think? Mark's oh, favorite food yeah, is? yeah. We already got that. So Mark, Mark, what do you think AK's favorite food is? Small pies. <laughs> <laughs> I do love small pies. But I didn't put that so, in the <laughs> Well, you kind of put pie. What kind of pie? What kind of pie? It's mostly, the, I think, the crust aspect, since it's small. Because a small pie is really not I love having Mark. that much I love varietal. Like a pie for one? Like an individual? <laughs> right, an individual Are you talking like pie. a hostess pie that you no, buy at 7-Eleven? No, not a hostess pie. A Cadiz? Like, it needs to be a circular, you know, tinfoil encrusted. So like a personal-sized pie. That's right. Pie. All right. Tiny pie. <laughs> okay. So what? What do we? So we got fifty percent for. Yeah. I think that's a one. That's a one. Yeah. That's a one out of two. My favorite food is pizza. 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 I do love pizza. That's why we asked what kind of pie we were talking about. What is my favorite food? Hair pie. So so Mark Mark as. Mark, as, as Alicia says pizza, do you look back on and you say, oh, I should have known that? Or are you sticking with small pie? Well, technically, Which would I, be a think, great I, think, I think, you know, pizzas come in small sizes. I thought that's what that's, it was. That's why we needed clarification and, 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 on yes. that answer. And pie shapes. <laughs> if you go to the Northeast, it's called pie. people will call okay. it a pie. You, you sold us on the camping market. I think, market. I think you're out on this one. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. and a half. Yeah, the big... The negotiations. Vague, I think Kelly nailed it right there. The vague camping reference we gave you a pass on, but not this one. Sorry. You get one point. One point. It was, it was outdoors. <laughs> All right. Let's transition over to team number two, uh, Mr. D and Karen. Let's get a couple questions going here. Uh, you going to do some fact checking there, Cal? Yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. And uh, so we are asking... Uh, uh, Basically, what is your partner's favorite food? And uh, let's go, um, ladies first. Karen, what do you think Mr. D is going to say his favorite food is? I'd say Italian, and especially Lanza's. Mm. So this is an actual. That's pretty. That's <laughs> very pretty specific. specific. Very specific. Yes. <laughs> Not Italy itself, but a place right down the street. Okay. And Mr. D, what do you think uh, Candy's favorite food is? Thai food. Thai food. How are we doing here on the answers, guys? And now you wrote down your favorite first. Okay, well, her, he thinks her favorite food is Thai. Bing, 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 bing. And But his favorite food is Sando. Well, uh, oh, no. He's, he's going to no. turn into a sandwich. 
Italian sandwiches. Yeah, he does. From Italian. The negotiator. Okay, so judges, we are giving that a one out of two. So this is what I think Kelly is going to say, and you've got the other one That's there. Mine. So Kel, do you want to go first? What do you uh, think my favorite food is? I would like to think just it's wings. 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 Yeah. So the wings. Uh, unfortunately, it is. No, no, no. That... That's my answer. Yeah. So oh, my my <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, so I that's a... I can't tell what you wrote. Yeah. So yeah I was just going to answer saying that no, my... Uh, yeah, and I should have written it down. My, I'm going to be honest, and I was going to say it's... No, Mex- Mexican. Mexican was my answer. I barely eat Mexican food. He eats wings like four nights a week. This being one of them. <laughs> yeah, we had wings tonight. You have tonight. a wing in your hand right now. <laughs> and if I had to guess what Kelly's favorite food is, I would have guessed sushi. Yeah, I've so never seen you eat anything else. Because, because we, uh, <laughs> we screwed the pooch on that, so that's no points for number three, because we we, no. we, we revealed the answer, didn't we? No, no I, I wrote down I, that you were going to say sushi Oh, okay, for me. awesome. Yeah, we'll take, we'll take the win for the yeah. win. We'll take the, uh, we'll take the one yeah. point. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I got. I'm a novice on sushi eating. Kelly got me into sushi because she is such a rabid fan of sushi. She yeah. eats I was like. Pretty important. I, I just happened to be there that night. I think she <laughs> happens to eat the, uh, the like the gnarliest stuff. Like I uh, eat the best stuff. Uni. Mm. Hey, wait a minute. What yeah. did you think I liked? Yeah, Ty, you guys got that. I was like, I can vouch for that. I know. Okay. Yeah, Kelly could walk into a sushi restaurant and they could say it could say special of the day barnacle and she'd be like, oh, I'll have that. I haven't had that before. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, try that. It's true. It's true. I, love it. I, love I, love your, I love your open mindedness, Kelly. Well, aren't mussels and oysters barnacles and they're delicious? I'm assuming Dennis and I were both probably there when you guys were eating sushi together. Yeah, yeah. We spent some time in a sushi joint. I was, I, I was bartending at a sushi bar, and uh, I, I remember... Uh, Kevin, that was during, during the infancy. Kevin ordering uh, ordering the California roll. Like, really? No Tobiko. Dude, this place is awesome. Yeah. No, it's This place is fucking yeah. awesome. You gotta get a California roll. I was dipping my toe, man. Yeah, yeah man, you were. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like sushi, so... Yeah. I'll have a veggie roll. Yes. Please. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, before I did that, my favorite uh my favorite seafood was filet o fish <laughs> filet o filet o gordon's fisherman nice. <laughs> fish dicks um okay so let's uh go on to the the uh, the burn round here what's what do they call that the uh, the the lightning, the, the, round. Ra- the lightning round yeah the lightning round which is going to be our last one this could determine our winner here uh right uh, now you got we, it uh, we uh mark and ak are at three points um, Mr. D and Candy are at one point, and uh, K squared <laughs> is at three points as well. Oh, neck and neck and neck and neck. But this, uh, well, I don't know if, if you guys get two out of this and we get nothing, it's a three way tie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's go on to question number three. And this is, of course, what do you think your partner's pet peeve of you is? So this would be the answer. Mark, for example, you're going to say what you think. AK thinks is your or it, what you think AK's pet peeve of you is. What I hate no. about you most. No, yeah. I, that's that's I think that's backwards. I no. thought it was. 
uh, he's supposed to say what AK finds most annoying about him. Yeah, I, yeah that's a better exactly, way of putting exactly, it. Absolutely exactly, right. Yeah. Absolutely right. We're having a hard time with this. Yeah, we don't know how to get <laughs> English, words. motherfucker! Good thing it's a radio show. for a fact that Mark super hates when I leave dishes in the sink. And you have written down <laughs> dishes in the sink. <laughs> right is... there with you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. I got a soak somewhere. <laughs> Don't let it dry. Elbow grease. Bullshit. Okay. And uh, Mark, what do you think AK is? I feel, I feel like this might have yeah, gone, a gone, gone a little general or vague, but I said general clutter or clothes. General clutter or clothes, A.K. What do you? Uh, what did I write down? <laughs> Where, what did you write down? Sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. We're losing track of papers. Sorry okay, about that. No, oh, I didn't do it. <laughs> I did it wrong. So what would you say? You would say that disqualified. We write general yeah. clutter and clothes was going to be <laughs> probably the thing. I didn't know we had the right one. I messed up. I messed up the whole game. Uh, okay, but do you want to know? The most annoying thing? <laughs> um, I guess it is the... Uh... Love, exciting news. Yeah, yeah. Come aboard. We're expecting you. Narrow it down to like a like tournament style bracket and then just like work each one right. through. I guess, I'm, I, guess, <laughs> I guess it is the believing the pants right where you, when you walk in the house you just take your pants right off okay so <laughs> so oh, we i don't like God. wearing pants <laughs> it's that simple okay so i think we i what's think we've established big... what the pet peeve is in relationship to the game God. what are we doing what are we doing here as a group this consensus guy. on points <laughs> Are we are we giving points to that yeah. or? We are get we one. Gonna, we get one. Yeah, we point. Definitely we get one. one. At, at least one. At least one. At one, least one. one. Yeah, yeah. And we then we got disqualified. We've already established that they got one point. Kind of like okay. you didn't write down Mexican. Okay, you know? so <laughs> let's go so on. Direction. <laughs> let's go on to uh, let's go on to uh, team number two, which is Mr. D and Candy. Mr. D, what do you think Candy <laughs> thinks is most annoying? <laughs> it's funny that Mark said that because um, I'm a nudist, and the, the second I walk in the door, I fucking take my clothes off, like okay. right there. Yes. As soon as I walk in the door, I take my shit off. Like, but here's Hello. the question. Here's here's what we're asking though: yeah. Is are we asking? She's is annoyed. that Candy's biggest annoyance of you? I would think so. Ding, 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 ding. It says nudist. Oh. Random. No, 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 no. We're asking, we're asking what candy thinks. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, damn. And what, oh, does, damn. what is, what is, <laughs> what does the paper reveal? Uh, cleaning up. Cleaning up. So you leave the clothes right there by the door, too? Cleaning up your nakedness. Well, no, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you gotta no. wash that junk, this bro. Is, we're not talking about uh, Dennis walking through the door. We're not I don't really mind that. It's just clean up. We're not talking shit. about Dennis walking through the door and immediately doing a helicopter with his wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Which he does. <laughs> we are talking about general messiness. Okay, so that is a no point on that one. I can I can even do it counterclockwise. Candy, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Candy, what do you think Dennis uh, is going to say is his biggest annoyance I with you? 
No, he's going to say, I'm always running late. And what does the paper reveal? The paper of truth? I didn't write it down. Yeah, we didn't write it right. <laughs> no one did this right. <laughs> okay. But that is it for sure. That if, is, if, honor, totally, Scout's honor. Yeah, okay. Totally know. So you, you, guys are gonna, you guys are going to get a couple points for that one. Sick. That puts you into... into <laughs> right? the when, when, when we first started dating, I would I would tell her that if, say, we had to be at Kevin and Kelly's house at 7 o'clock. Right. I would say six. Oh, I would say we have to be there at six. <laughs> we got to leave here at 530 because our, our fucking tire is going to get flat. We're going to run out of gas. And uh, I'm always thinking ahead of shit like that, but she's always running like late. And I'm like bugs. getting in the shower at like six. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's why we were totally. late today. Yeah. Okay. So this, shit out of me. this could determine the uh, the entire shebang bang right here. We're going to be moving on to uh, team number three, which is K squared. And uh, just to be uh, sure, I have written down what I think you are going to say, and you've written down what you think I am going to say. Yes. Excellent. <laughs> So, uh, third time's the charm, people. The point of the game is. Yes, last time, last time, here we go. What do I think Kelly thinks is my most annoying feature? No, what do I think you're going to say about me that annoys you? That's exactly what I just said. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and that's the answer. <laughs> and we have an answer. Nobody listens. So I think communication. I think Kelly is going to say that my biggest feature that annoys her is that's not the question. Great. <laughs> Classic. And why am I confused? You guys, there? you guys might win without having to give an answer here. So, so here's the thing. You're supposed to say what? You, what? My answer is. What I think you find annoying about Kelly. me. What Kevin, I, Kelly, answer what I believe Kevin ah. finds annoying about Kelly. I see. Yeah. So do you need to switch up your answers? Yes, yeah, so I do need to switch my answer. <laughs> People. Man, it'll be fun. It'll be a lot Welcome more fun the life. other way. And, and we're making like, fun of our president for being yes, an yeah. idiot. But, but wait <laughs> a minute. Run for president. Yeah. I, thought we just, I thought we discussed it at the beginning. Wouldn't it be funner if I was guessing what she actually finds annoying in me? No, that's that's what she's doing. That's, that's what she doing. did. No, I'm guessing what he finds annoying in me. And, and, and you're guessing what I find annoying in you. Like what? Like what she, does she always yeah, badger yeah, yeah. you about? Yeah, yeah, that's what I have written down. Okay, perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect. Yeah. And what is it? Badger. Snoring. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm on the right track here, right? I'm not yeah, going yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. We still mess this up. Yeah, Holy we all moly. fucked up. So what, well, we both needed to answer twice. Then basically. I know, and none of us right? did. And none of us did. No. That's the problem. Right. Yeah. So anyway. Right. Um. Well, I didn't answer that one because I thought all I had to write down was what you found annoying about yeah. me. And that's what I did as well. So yeah. what did you say? Yeah, me too. What he finds annoying about me? Yeah, what do you think it is? Yeah, what do you think I think you find annoying about me? What do I think that you think that I think that you yeah, think? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this just makes me want to go running yeah. really bad. The next bad. section will be... So I would, I would say, I would say, uh, if that's what we're asking, I hadn't thought about this, but uh, I will think about it now. And my answer is going to be... A general general cleanliness, like uh, clothes on the floor, I guess. Clothes on the floor. Guys just put clothes on the it's floor, a like a motherfucker. Yeah, they do. That's yeah, where the clothes belong. All clothes on floor. Clothes, All on, clothes the floor. on the floor. Yeah. 
Well, I didn't, again, I didn't answer. I just said that you find my running obsession annoying. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, nah, that's, a, that's a total miss. <laughs> total miss. And what did you say about her? Well, don't worry. I won't be at home to hear about it because I'll be out running. <laughs> she's running like 15 or 17 miles. So right? Yeah, she's up for a little ja- a jaunt. So, so what is your answer in reverse? Oh, dude, the clothes are killing me. Yes. Kills me. Yeah. So, yeah, so the clothes on the floor was what I thought you thought that I would think yeah. about you. Okay, you guys yeah. got that one. Yeah, holy There's a lot of clothes on the floor. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, so, here at Permanent yeah, Vacation, the next, we segment, work a lot. the next segment, a, a couples therapist. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, where's Dr. Drew? Where's Dr. Drew? Uh, <laughs> guys don't pick up their freaking uh, clothes. <laughs> Apparently, they like to leave them right at the front door. <laughs> All right. So, I think we've come to the conclusion that team number one, Mark and AK, are our winners. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Not even married. Our, our secret was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not on each other. Game. <laughs> okay, and that's gonna uh, yeah, that's kind of gonna wrap it up for our uh, permanent vacation Valentine's edition of the newlywed game. Now, who here is married? I think just K squared. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. And we've been together since two, since March of 2002. 2002. 15 years we're going. On. Yeah. We're going on 20. So, yep, uh, Kelly and I are... (laughs) Nice work. Well, combined marriage and non-marriage were uh, 16 years. That's what I was going to ask. So the the dating, we still celebrate our first date anniversary. That's awesome. And we obviously celebrate our marriage anniversary. Uh, The marriage thing, we just celebrated 10 years. Uh, But it was how long did we date before we got married that I couldn't quite put my finger on. And you nailed it. Six years. <laughs> yeah. But December 18th, every year, December 18th. Yeah, December 8th Anniversary of our first date. Awesome. December 8th. December 8th. Yeah. Take, take her to a Rush concert? Yeah. Maybe I'll bark on myself. Then it's Oh, our first date was good. Oh, I fuck it up all the time. <laughs> now you've learned, say, Dennis. Well, we were friends. We were friends for couple years like he dated someone else I dated other people we always knew each other we worked together and just like really good friends and then uh, he was always going to concerts and um, I think our first date was uh, Perfect Circle sweet I think so yep and went and saw Perfect Circle and I had never seen Maynard from Tool and was blown away. I was kind of question. I was questioning. <laughs> I was questioning my my obsession with with Maynard and, and, and Tool and a perfect circle. And I and I, and I wrote down mm. back then. Um, like you couldn't find internet lyrics, lyrics on the internet. So I, I listened to the song, wrote down the lyrics. Oh, yeah. Gave them to her because she's a lyricist. She's in a band. She writes lyrics herself. Yep. And I said, "Is it me or is this lyrics? Do they move move you?" Are they yeah. are they deep? Are, are what what about the why do I like these lyrics so much? And I gave them to her, and she was blown away. And it's like, wow! Whoa. And we were awesome. driving down to San Francisco. And I was like, what? And it was He's lyrics. Saying, it yeah. was lyrics for a perfect circle. I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. That's and awesome. We, and I yeah. took her to the show, and we've been uh, history yeah. ever Concert since. And that must be a very popular way to get a mate because I did that in fifth grade <laughs> with the Beastie Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down. You guys have been together since fifth grade. To party, and that you taped it off the radio. 
wrote, you rewound it, you wrote down the yeah. damn words, oh. and, then you, yeah. and then I gave it to Carter Lee in fifth grade, and it worked. Sure. Worked like a charm. Worked like a charm. <laughs> I never did that. I, I, I didn't. I wasn't big into lyrics. I was bo- no. big, more big, big into the music. Uh, what I was obsessed with was uh, calling in, requesting music, and then taping when the person said, "Hey, it's Kevin from Irvine requesting this song." Blah, blah, blah. I would listen to that over and over and over again. All I was on the radio for five seconds. I totally did the lyrics thing. I absolutely did that. So uh, uh, Kelly and I, uh, our first date was we went skiing. And uh, uh, the entire time we were there, uh, Kelly got hit on by some French dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Albert. Bueno. <laughs> French dude that got away. Yeah. Albert, that's for you wherever you are. Uh, Albert. Albert. Is, <laughs> Albert, Albert Arnaud. This is no hoax. This is not a hoax. Okay. So we're going to move on to our next segment, which is, of course, hit the button, Max. What, what the, the F? F? What the F? What the F? F? What the F? All right. That worked a lot better. All right. Did so, someone roofie my drink. Ha, yeah, this week that's on the fun part of the show. Uh, are the dogs able to uh, do any work? No, get, they're not allowed to bark. Oh, get, get, get us beers. Um, <laughs> you can't. So, they're being quiet. So uh, this week on WTF, we have talked about politics in the past. This is not a political show. We don't talk about politics a lot on here, but we do like to poke fun at things that are happening uh, in the news regarding politics. And right now, there is a lot of fodder for uh, hilarity out there when it comes to politics and entertainment. And uh, a, lot so we, of, a lot of job security in the comedian world right now. That's absolutely right. And so we wanted to just go around and, and uh, talk about some of our big hits uh, that we're seeing. And I think uh, all of us are in agreement that um, the new political climate has really given a lot of uh, ammunition to a lot of late night comics and especially Saturday Night Live. I think Woo! I think SNL is at not ready for primetime player uh, caliber. They need to go to HBO. No, uh, not ready for prime time players is the original cast. Yes, that's oh. true. John Belushi, Gilda <laughs> yeah. Radner, Bill Murray. I think t- today's cast is because they called themselves the original cast called them called themselves the not ready for prime time players. Uh. And I think that today's cast is equal caliber as the not ready for primetime players. That's my take. Yeah. Um, Well, if you think about some of the greatest casts that Saturday Night Live has had, and the the weird thing about Saturday Night Live is when it's happening real time, there's a lot of criticism always, no matter what era of of the cast it is. And there's a lot of people saying, oh, remember blah, blah, blah. Remember, this isn't as funny. But then you get a little bit of time under your belt and you go back and you listen to or watch some of that stuff and it grows on you it grows some hair and you look back and you go man that was funny yeah mm-hmm. and right now it's funny it's real funny, time really. it's yeah, happening totally. right as it's happening it's and crazy. it's it's giving you really big i mean lol you know they uh <laughs> they the first president that snl started making fun of was gerald ford Yep, and it went so well. That from that point on, it went Chevy Jimmy, Chase, Jimmy Carter, yep, being wow. a clumsy oaf. Wow. And then, uh, wait, wait. Joe Joe Piscopo did uh, did Reagan, mm-hmm. and then uh, all the the, the, what, the three dudes that did Bill Clinton. Well, remember, yeah, uh, Joe Joe Piscopo. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He did Reagan. Yep, and then, um, God, I remember Dana Carvey doing uh, First George Bush. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Read my lips. Yeah, and then... Phil Phil Hartman did Reagan, I think. Well, Phil Hartman's... The greatest thing that Phil Hartman ever did was uh, Clinton. His Clinton was excellent, and the the whole... Just holding the finger out like that was in in the... mm, (laughs) And, (laughs) you know, that was so great. Hammond did a good... Yeah, Daryl Hammond. I'm sorry, that's why... I yeah, met Jared Daryl yeah, Hammond. Who, yeah, who were yeah. you t- saying before? Phil Hartman. I Phil Hartman, Hartman. That's Hartman right. Might have done Clinton as well at one point. Like, I don't know if they're in the same area. But Hammond nailed it. Yeah, yeah. That, he was great. Yeah, so right now we've got, um, you know, Trump's in the White House and his uh, entire cabinet of, um, you know, goof old white men oh, char- yeah. characters, and uh, <laughs> you know, uh, League of Evil. I think it's I think it's a, a slam dunk. I like that. What uh, and I, it's Melissa McCarthy, right? Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. McCarthy. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. She, she's not even on the cast, but she's come yeah. out with and Alec Baldwin's right. not the she cast. Never, she never was, right? She no, just hosted. No. She was never a reg or no. anything. Which did she do? Any like she didn't do any. She hosted. Of Neither did right. Alec Baldwin. He was killing it. Yeah. Right. She just did some TV, but nothing like skit wise. She was right. on that one show she, she, forever. Right. She came from a sitcom. Mike and Molly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, no, obviously she's... a big movie star now. She's done a bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but her, for me, when it comes to her doing comedy, it's always yeah. been about when she hosts Saturday Night Live because yeah. she pushes things. Um, there was one where she was a she was a PE teacher and she was just <laughs> beating up her her pupils. That's kind of Spicer. And, she, that um, same kind of... Yeah. And she's very, like, physical and not afraid. She's very slapstick. Yeah. Chasing around with that podium. Yep. Oh, awesome. um, but the, the, I don't know... I, we don't want to give you spoilers away if you haven't seen it, but if you if you haven't seen it, definitely yeah, check that out. It's been the, out for a while. The uh, <laughs> yeah. the the thing with the pushing the podium into the into the the uh, the reporters, and now it's gone so far to where it's on wheels, and she yeah. has a joystick, and yeah. she can just drive it right into the crowd. Oh, so hilarious. Uh, the chewing gum, super funny. I know. Um, does he chew gum? Is that what I've never seen? He swallowed. He swallowed some on air. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about Saturday Night Live. Nothing says relaxed like just <laughs> swallowing your gum. No, exactly, and just <laughs> lashing out at people that are uh, trying, he was, he was, trying to help you. He was probably trying to swallow his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other big rumor that's out there is that our the next character that we were going to see is potentially uh, uh, Rosie O'Donnell doing Steve Bannon, uh, which I think would be great. I thought we were going to see her. Uh, this past Trump's week. head's going to explode. Yeah. If but he he's getting that. so yeah. beat up about the fact that these women are portraying them <laughs> so, and it's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's just making right. it so angry. Yeah. Okay. So, so I haven't seen last night's uh, SNL yet. And, uh, I I only saw the opening, the opening, um, the opening Spicer thing, but I did see a picture of uh, Leslie Jones, who was a black woman portraying Trump. (laughs) So yeah, so Trump's head's going to explode. Haven't haven't seen that the whole episode yet either. Just saw the beginning. Um, So yeah, looking forward to that. She's another balls out. Yeah, Yeah. Leslie Jones. She probably really does have balls. (laughs) 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 So then uh, you know that that kind of translate transitions right into our next um, topic when it comes to politics and entertainment, and that is this this whole concept of fake news and how that went from a a thing that was being bantied around during the campaign because there were a lot of stories coming from these crazy blogs and it's like anybody that's got a blog that has any kind of an opinion um which is kind of that steve bannon and uh breitbart 
uh, point of view. It's like you you have a sensational headline, you have a bunch of stuff that's never been fact checked. You write an article, and suddenly it's being posted as real, legitimate news. And people who are, um, you know, they are being spoon fed this stuff, and they are just completely hook, line, and sinker into whichever political belief they are. They just they're looking for it, and they immediately adopt it as, you know, lore or <laughs> the truth. We all know that the onion is is legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and Huffington Post. <laughs> My friend said to me the other day that she's like reading something or heard something, and she thought she's like, "This has to be from the Onion," but it wasn't. It was news. Yeah. So, so it's, it's, like it's that chaotic but, but of like messaging going on that I think no that's one even where knows. That term fake news is coming from. It's it's where are these sources? People are quoting these a lot of blogs. a lot of blurred lines right now. And right. a blog is not necessarily a news organization that has a fact checking department. And this is just somebody sitting in a room that has a blog that has a cool sounding name with a website, and they're just throwing out whatever they feel with no legitimacy behind it. Mm. When I'm saying not legitimate, I'm not saying that their opinion isn't legitimate. What I'm saying is that some of the facts that they're citing may not be legitimate. And what's prob- the problem is, is the fake news thing is that people are latching onto these stories as being legitimate. And they're, they're you know, preaching that as the gospel. The, the thing that I find funny, though, is, is now fake news has gone from that, describing that, to now anybody who has a problem with anything anybody's saying is they're just using now well that's fake news right yeah i don't believe you so that's fake news everything i don't want to everything subjective so now within a couple months we've gone from fake news being used to describe something where it's a fringy news organization that's trying to publish you know content to now it's just something that people say to somebody when they just don't agree with them that's a fake podcast. That's, yeah. that, podcast, that podcast is fake. <laughs> Amen, brother. None of the stuff we see on here is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so wow. I think that's, I think that's, it's gone full circle in about six months, uh, whereas fake news now is a hashtag. Wow. That's, that's amazing. It's crazy. Well, well I mean, so I mean, you know, the news has been bad for a long, a long time. time. Like, what's, what's, where, where's the real news? Like, you know, show crazy. me the article that's not slanted in some way so like we've already accepted a lot of the fake news for a while now so the fact that it's you know we've pushed it the gray area a little further is really not i think that revolutionary i think we're, we, we've been heading in this direction for a while it's right. been something that you know people are very gullible and yeah. there's not a lot of people that are fact checking their on their own or checking multiple so- sources and coming up with an opinion based on multiple things and multiple people um, they're just going to one easy to, you know, find source and they're just going with it. Or, they or they're just looking in their feed on social media. So I'm exactly. curious, what do, what do normal, normal people like, like this group of folks right here, what, um, where do we go to get legitimate news? Right. Uh, CNN, Huffington Post. Well, right. I, I gotta be honest. I am a rube when it comes to this kind of stuff. And when it comes to a news organization being um, driven by a certain, um, uh, what am I trying to say? So, well, side, what the, there's got to be a better Stance. word for it than side. Uh, yeah, a political view. Um, you know, we all know that uh, an obvious one is Fox News, um, obviously very right wing, very conservative. And the organization that funds that uh, news organization is very outspoken with their beliefs. So that's an easy one to spot. But NPR for, is pretty. Well, it's easy to spot. Yeah. A lot easier to spot when for, it's on the other side. 
when it's your own side, it becomes a lot harder to spot. You're absolutely when, right. When, so when they cater to what I want to hear, what I want to believe, exactly. then all of a sudden I'm I'm giving them a lot more credibility. And that's exactly where I was going. For for me, the answer to that is I've always been a, a guy who watches NBC. And I think for me, it's always because because it's been a polished broadcast. Um, uh, I've always liked the people that were on that station, and I never really looked at it as uh, feeding me some sort of political view. But when uh, you find entertainment entertaining entities out there that have a counter viewpoint than you do, and you listen to them simply for the entertainment value, and then they start talking about, well, you watch NBC. That's so liberal. Is and there so, anything that's nonpartisan? Well, you no. yeah. So you, you start you start seeing that, but I wouldn't have seen it. I listened to Michael Savage, which is a huge staunch. He 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 basically credits himself for getting Trump elected, and uh, I listen to him because the guy's a raving lunatic. I'd never agree with anything that he says, but I think he's a very entertaining person to listen to on the radio. Nice. And I'm a big fan of radio. But when he starts talking about, oh my gosh, if you're a fan of NBC, you're a full on liberal lunatic. And, all, and but then he brings up points, and I'm like, hang. <laughs> well, gosh, that's that is what I see now as he's pointing that out. Mm-hmm. I do. Can, I can look back and I can stand back and look at it objectively and say, boy, those guys are really feeding a liberal right. point of view on yeah. things. But when, but, when, but the reason, but the reason why I've listened to or watched them all along is because I really like Tom Brokaw. I liked uh, uh, Red Leather. I, I like the guy who got fired. I forget what his name was um, uh, for making Dan up fake Rather? Things. Not Dan Rather. The, yeah, guy, the other guy that, that got CBS. fired. But um, uh, but then when I look back on it, I'm like, well, gosh, I'm going to continue listening to NBC. Billy Bush. And I'm going to try and figure out when they're when they're bullshitting me or not, or when they're actually telling so, me. So case in point, part. I was uh, I was mm-hmm. I went to, when the uh, when the pussy grabbing incident was going on, I, I was listening to Reno Morning Show, mm-hmm. and those guys were saying, "Here, check this out. Let's switch back when 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 whenever something big goes down that that." any politician does really switch from Fox news to CNN or whatever news you watch. See the different takes. And I was doing that one day. I was switching when the pussy grabbing incident was going on. I was watching, I was flipping back from Fox yep. to CNN, two totally different stories. Yeah. It was right. great. They barely even mentioned it on Fox. It was, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. It was, like the BBC is not bad because yeah, it's they're brainwashing. They're brainwashing all the rights and all the left. Yeah. Well, right. the other, the other crazy thing too, is when you watch just a local Fox channel, that is, uh, they're in the money making business. They have to be. They're a local channel. Rupert Murdoch. So, well, no, 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 no. They have to. They are. They are responding to their audience, which is people watching commercials, right? So when it comes to the local level, and you're watching a local Fox affiliate out of Reno, Nevada, you're not getting that crazy over-the-top yeah, thing that right. you would get on Fox cable network. Right. No, I mean, um, most of the liberal, even television that comes out is out on Fox. Like, most of the, you know, a lot of the sitcoms and stuff like that are, that's that true. are the most progressive and, so and anti-conservative. They're playing to the consumerism. But if you listen to radio, radio is the complete opposite thing. It Whoever is the parent company, whatever their influence is. I mean, there's a there's a station down in Reno that I listen to, and they are ju- they just completely hammer anything liberal all day long, and they don't even have a lot of conservative um, content on their on their programming. And I'm, I'm wondering why are they going through all this? It seems like a lot of work mm-hmm. for such a small market uh to to drive that you know but whatever huh. mm-hmm. um but 
this comes full circle to what we were talking about earlier when it comes to um, news stations picking up these stories. Dennis, you were mentioning you saw somebody actually picked up a story about Trump. This was in the Dominican Republic. What did, what did you see? Uh, I saw a headline of an actual newspaper from the Dominican Republic that had a picture on the front page of it's well the headline says something about Trump and it was a picture of Alec Baldwin as Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's not the first time something they apologized. They realized it and apologized immediately, oh, but that's still funny. <laughs> yeah, who can tell it's the still difference? Still funny. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's like when that broadcast. Uh, that news broadcast um, was uh, reading the names, the fake names of the pilots that were in that uh, airplane crash. And it was, uh, <laughs> there was all those, I forget, uh, holy shit. And uh, I, forget, oh, I forget what it was, but you know, they're reading it as a re- legitimate story and there's no background. Oh, no, it was the onion, right? Or something. Was it I sh- forget what it was. It was, was a fake but story. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, awesome. The, well, yeah. the onion one was, the, was the head of the DEA. Oh yeah. That, that was the worst. The head of the DEA came out, when Colorado legalized marijuana, and they said he said there was he quoted an Onion article that there was seventy five or one hundred and fifty ODs in the first few hours of oh, them legalizing it, which has never been an OD ever. Wow. And like I mean, That's the head of the DEA should know that. Right. Yeah, they're doing their homework, but yeah, that was that was qu- quite an embarrassment. The DEA would have to sample drugs to know what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> you know, be like Bob, you need to eat acid today. Figure out what that shit's about. Right? Bob's like, fuck, okay. All right, well, I think we're all in agreement. It's only gonna get it's only gonna get funnier, and uh, hopefully that means this show will get funnier because there's gonna be a lot of stuff oh to gosh. talk about out there. All right, we're going to... Uh... Um, you didn't ask me where I got my news resource. Oh, yeah, where'd you get your news from? Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Really? really weekend, weekend update, baby. Really weekend am. update and at midnight. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, remember the Daily Show. That yeah, was the Daily yeah. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. God, I love... I miss him. Trevor Noah's cool. Trevor he's Noah's funny. Getting he's getting growing on me. Yeah, he's yeah. growing on me. But it he's took funny. a little while for yeah. sure. Yeah, totally. M- M- Michael Shea is one of the better yeah, things. Yeah, he's yeah. Michael Shea. Live in a while. <laughs> totally. Yeah. His, uh, his news and just his general stuff yeah. totally. is one of the better <laughs> yeah. people that I've seen on that mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Well, and then there's uh, then there's the um, the show on HBO that the guy from Daily Show used to used to be on. Uh, oh yeah, the John Oliver. John, John Oliver, Oliver. Yeah. love him. Samantha B is awesome as well. Yeah. So the the one Full frontal that, that is that is something I have to agree <laughs> with Kelly good. on. Uh, I was never really a big fan of um, what was the guy uh, who came out of the Daily Show who had his show that that became fairly racial. Larry, 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 that Wave. way well it was just a little you know the blackening of america and all that right. stuff it was just too a little too one-dimensional Keep it at 100 yeah, but 100. I, I gotta I tell you the samantha b show which yeah. is full frontal with samantha b that is turning into i think my favorite show yeah. coming out of the daily show because yeah. she's getting pretty pretty uh is that on hp no it's on uh, tbs yeah, putting okay. a pretty fine oh, yeah. point on her attacks. Uh, well, I think it's very entertaining. Kind of fond of the whole woman thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for this week's uh, kind of political I am up. woman, hear me roar. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. You're not even going to notice it. And we're going to come back with a great beer, beer tasting beer, on beer. Permanent Vacation Radio. Mm, beer. I remember my first beer. <laughs> I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk. The passport! It was the greatest beer in all the world!
Okay, we're back, and uh, I knew you wouldn't miss us, and you probably didn't. Ow. Yes, and Ow. we're going to be rolling right into another fantastic edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show Beer Review. Yay! <laughs> this is going to be a Valentine's Day special edition, and uh, Mr. D, what do we have in store? Present. Uh, we have a Stone Enjoy By from the Enjoy By series. If you uh, if you guys aren't in the know, there is a Stone makes an Enjoy By series, and they and they bottle it thirty seven days out. So this particular bottle, which they do every year for Valentine's Day, is Enjoy By two fourteen seventeen the coffee and chocolate IPA. Awesome. Sexy. Now, this Coming is, in if, at 9.4. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, this is our second go around with Stone Brewery it and is. the Enjoy By series. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what the last one was, but I know we liked it. Christmas. Uh, was it Christmas? Yep. Yeah. 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 So yeah. check that podcast out. It was probably podcast number seven or eight. The next Enjoy By is uh, 7 4 July 4th. Oh, nice. Excellent. Yeah, that's a nice little break. We can yeah. maybe try some other beers before we get back into this Uh what do they call this? Uh, twist my arm. Tent post, tent pole, tent pole. Yeah, what? yeah. Never mind. Camping. It, it seems a little bossy. Don't you think? I mean, like the I didn't name. taste it yet. Like, like you better drink. I don't, it. I don't like my beer labels commanding so, me to do. That. <laughs> so I think what they're saying is enjoy, enjoy by this date for its most fresh flavor. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. So they're actually trying to help you, um, which is great. <laughs> So I'm with Mark. I don't what like we're going to do is uh, we're going <laughs> to do a little labor. we're going to do a little propaganda on this one. So this is again from Stone Brewery out of San Diego, California. Been there, and it is uh, enjoyed by two fourteen. This particular version is a chocolate coffee IPA, which I have never heard those combinations in relationship to an IPA before. So this is going to be pretty interesting. Um, Mr. D is coffee. Not- uh, or flavored infused IPAs popular, or are they kind of uh, unique? Rogue came out with one a year ago, so Stone isn't the uh, pioneering guys, but uh, Rogue did it, and um, they also have a Mocha. Rogue has a well, no, I'm sorry. Rogue has a cold brewed coffee IPA. Got it. And Stone also has a Mocha IPA. Cool. And yeah. do you do you recall what that very first one from Rogue was that kind of got this? Ball rolling. It's called Cold Brew IPA. Cold, oh, so that was their one. Yeah. It's and it's still around. Yeah, I, and uh, our little market, Tahoe Central Market, that we we're always talking about. Uh, they have it on the shelf right now. Awesome. Well, we're gonna go around the table here, and we're gonna do some uh, clinking of glasses, and we're gonna put this up to our mouth holes and see what we think. So uh, let's go around the table. Happy uh, Valentine's Day, everybody! Cheers, Cheers. man. Cheers. Well, immediate coffee. Yep, totally immediate. immediate uh, very subtle on the chocolate, which is good. Um, but it is amazing that the IPA quality definitely still sh- shines through on this. It, it's definitely an IPA with coffee. Yeah, I think that's a great combo. I love it. You think it's too boozy at nine point four? Well, I don't um, taste the booze. See, I don't. I, I like. It's strong, it's strong, but a lot of IPAs kind of have this kind of, you know, heaviness to them. I don't, I don't find it stands out too much with the alcohol. I think, you know, we're, we're sampling small quantity here. I mean, if we had a big pint glass of this, we'd probably feel it at the end. Um, sure. But it doesn't, no, there's some that, that really get you right on the tongue right away when right. you have a, a big high alcohol content. This does not do that. Like and, barley wine. But the other thing that I'm used to, and it could be my brain fooling me, is when I have high alcohol uh porters and stouts with chocolate and coffee in them i know that the alcohol's in there but the flavor of them stands out so much that i kind of uh i miss that alcohol a little bit 
Um, so my brain might be fooling me because this definitely has a coffee flavor to it, yeah. but it's not overwhelming. It's not like a big porter. It's not like a big stout that's got those those flavors. Um, it still tastes like a beer. It well, does. Well, it still tastes like an IPA. Yeah. I think yep, the sure. I think the IPA yeah. is definitely what o- overruns that the alcohol content, the coffee, and the chocolate. There, you know, IPA, I completely IPA agree with that. Is is, is is a powerful brew. Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> has hops. You can definitely taste the IPA ness mm-hmm. in it, but the coffee is right. It's, Hits you right in the face. It's well, good. to me, it's it's exactly as advertised. It's a unique combination of flavors for a specific one-off time, which is uh, Valentine's Day. I think the the chocolate and the IPA and the Enjoy Buy and the date and all that goes into well with the holiday coming up. Um, is this something that I would seek out? Uh, I don't know that I would. Um, I think it's a unique beer for a unique uh, situation. Yeah. Bingo. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, Trying to get laid. Yeah. Marketing 101. <laughs> baby, baby, we, we got to enjoy but, this by today or it'll go bad. It's 9.4% out. But I have to tell you, though, very smart by Stone down. Brewery to make a high alcohol content thing going into Valentine's Day. If you're going to share a bomber, a 22 ounce uh, with your with your partner uh, at nine right. point, whatever it is, right. three or 9.5. Polarize the evening. I think that's a <laughs> fantastic way to do it. <laughs> Agreed. All right, so we've got our little scale uh, that we usually use, which is one through five. And uh, why don't we go around the table and uh, let's start off uh, ladies first. How about AK? What do you think? Oh, I usually go with like the threes, but I think this one is just going to get a 2.5. 2.5. Now, AK, if we're not mistaken, you were the one who has kind of jumped in both feet here with the beer thing. And uh, you have now become... (laughs) the rabid fan of of all these craft beers, um, which is super cool, which is super cool. But this one, I love love seeing the, 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 uh, the the transformation. Yes. Um, This one for you is just a little bit missing the mark. Yeah. I'm not a huge chocolate fan. I do love coffee, um, but IPAs aren't usually my, favorite um so i'm just gonna go with the 2.5 okay now let's uh, ask mark mark was that what you thought she was going to say <laughs> wait, wait I, don't, I don't understand the question <laughs> <laughs> no, like, i thought she would say wait i want her to say what i want her to say we'll be back in two and two i had that i had that joke in my back pocket since uh the beginning of the show nice uh, i said it so Mark, uh, Mark, what do you think of uh, of Enjoy by Two Fourteen? I like it. I think it's good. Um, I, what's what's the scale at a five? Five, yeah. Five uh, being the best. I'm gonna give it a four. Excellent. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna save something. You know, that's keep, a, keep one in the chamber. That's a strong showing. Strong <laughs> yeah, showing. That's big. That's big. You know, it's, it's funny. Good. That, Very good. The the, for, the more beer reviews that we've done, we've actually started going into the fractional uh, reviews. Oh, like yeah. last week, we had a you know three point two five. Yeah. Like yeah. One to eight. <laughs> uh, let's go over to the fabulous Candy Xander. What do you think, Candy? Okay, I am an IPA girl, and yep. I'm disappointed. Ooh at the flavor and it's deceiving of it being coffee and chocolate i don't taste chocolate Ooh, fake news and i <laughs> like a coffee in like a darker yeah stout type of yeah. beer Heavy. so i'm thrown off all together i don't feel the hops i'm gonna go 1.5 wow <laughs> stone brewery <laughs> 
Brewery. Just I love, I love Stone Brewery, but this one. Nope, I Stone would... Brewery. Pack up and everything. Yeah. You're done. You're done. <laughs> Enjoy by. We're not getting Never. invited there. No, no, no. Hey, we want to. <laughs> However, wanna... I get, I like the buzz that I am feeling from the alcohol. Yeah, we want to make sure that Stone Brewery knows that that uh, like that vote does not represent me. our overall <laughs> uh, feeling for that uh, brewery. Uh, Mr. D, how about you? Uh, my buddy uh, Mark B nailed it. I'm going to give it a 4.02, wow. a solid 4.0. Wow. I do, I do taste the IPA ness. Yep. And uh, it, it is very the chocolate's hard to hard to pick up. No, I gotta. I I'm gotta, sure it's in there. I gotta ask you what? as as an IPA what? What? fan. What? I know what you're 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 you like you know, like you, some of the dank stuff. You know my wheelhouse. But you also like the citrusy stuff. Yes. So where does this this fall? Is this a unique beer that you're giving it a? Uh, a the, the, yes, of, of course. Yeah. Of so course the uniqueness unique. is getting that four that four for you. The coffee and the the chocolate. Got it. Yeah, and it's definitely still an IPA because that that has that big hop. Bitterly, bittery punch. Awesome. Uh, Kelly. Yes. What are your <laughs> thoughts on this beer? Now, I know uh, you're not the biggest beer fan. I'm not a big beer fan. Um, and I do like the chocolate mixed with like a stout or a porter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that's kind of my wheelhouse. The IPA yep. is not my gig. Um, and yeah, it's, I mean, to me, like the chocolate or the coffee would need to be paired with a darker beer. Um, again, not an IPA girl, um, and I'm not a beer girl really. Uh, <laughs> so, for if you like that classic beer taste with like a little bit of a twist to it, I think yeah, you'll probably rate it well. But um, being that I'm not a beer girl, I'm giving it a two. Got it. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. Good review, though. Great answer. Sounded yep. good. And uh, I am going to round out the voting, and I'm going to give this beer because of its uniqueness, and that is the thing that's carrying me. Um, I've never had a beer, an IPA, with chocolate and coffee in it before. Uh, I I am a little bit bummed that it's such a high alcohol content. I think I'd have more than one of these if it was uh, right there in the fives or sixes. Um I'm going to give it a 3.5, and the reason why is because I do think it's unique. I enjoyed that aspect of it, but it's not something that I'm going to go out and seek out. It's not something I'm going to go to into a craft beer establishment and say, gosh, do you have any IPAs that have chocolate and coffee in them? Because that's what I'm really looking for. Probably why it's a special limited release. Exactly. So uh, I'm going to do 3.5, but you know, all around, I think uh, if I were to add up all the scores and tally them up, we'd probably be right at that high two, uh, maybe 3.0 rating for this beer, which again is right in the middle. So not bad. Um, And uh, yeah, so if you have a chance to get out there and enjoy this, buy two fourteen seventeen. Buy two fourteen seventeen. Now these these beers do. That's Tuesday. To, yeah. these, these beers do tend to sit around for a couple days. Uh, maybe after that, enjoy by. I've seen some, you know, a week, two weeks afterwards, which doesn't mean they're bad beers. It just means that they have a target date you want to try and drink a buy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but you're going to want to get on this fast because anybody who listens to this show is probably racing out to their uh, store right now to buy this beer. So get those while they're available. They and uh, once that, once again, that is uh, enjoy by 214.17 by stone brewing out of escondido to be exact escondido. san diego california all right that's going to do it for another edition of the uh, permanent vacation radio beer review want to give a big thanks to all of our uh, significant others our partners here for joining us um kelly candy and mark thanks for coming out and being a part of the show uh please remember to listen to us on 
uh, Podbean. You can download the app. It is free. Find the show, Permanent Vacation Radio. Uh, subscribe to our feed. And every time a brand new show just like this one comes available, you'll get a little notification. You can listen to it on your device. Please download as opposed to streaming. That gives us a little bit better rating on uh, Podbean. Speaking of ratings, we are also available on iTunes at Permanent Vacation Radio. If you do listen through iTunes, please do us a favor and leave us a review. That helps us on iTunes a ton. Review our show, bad or good, doesn't matter. Just let us know what you think. Uh, Obviously, if it's good, better. Um, Check out our website, PermanentVacationRadio.com. And we are on Instagrammy at Dennis. Permanent underscore radio. No, permanent <laughs> underscore vacation. Goddamn, underscore. goddamn stone. <laughs> permanent underscore vacation underscore. Awesome. And I also, just ate a Hershey kiss with a beer, so my rating went up to a two. Whoa. Oh. There you go. Yes. That's the secret. Needs a little more chocolate. <laughs> food, yeah. food pairing by Candy Zander. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, uh, AK, what is our uh, Facebook page called? Permanent Vacation Radio Show. Show. Permanent Vacation Show. <laughs> Permanent Vacation Show on Facebook. Check it out. If you have not uh, had a chance to download the app and you want to find it and you're looking for us on Facebook, there is a tab on Facebook that says use the app. Just hit that little tab and it'll take you right to the Podbean app. Couldn't be easier. And don't forget about February 20th. I took the words right out of my mouth. Dennis, why don't Monday, you hype that, Monday, hype that up a little bit as we close things out? <laughs> Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, yeah, February 20th, we're going to be at Alibi Ale Works, our favorite little local brew pub in Incline Village. We're going to go to, uh, we're in California now. We're going to jump the state line over to Nevada. Ow! Incline. All night long. And uh, February 20th, come out and say hello, and uh, we'll have a fourth mic live if you need to say something. We'll be interviewing bartenders, staff, brewers, owners. Clients, and patrons, clients, yeah, patrons, whatever you want. We're gonna get the we're gonna get the lowdown Drums. on how the how they do the magic that they do over there. See, it's gonna be absolutely. awesome. Absolutely, and I also want to adjust my score. I just <laughs> sniffed a sharpie and drank some of that beer, and I want to uh, increase my score to three points on five. All right, that's going to do it for another great edition of Permanent Vacation Radio. Thanks to you, the fans, for listening to the show. You guys are the ones that uh, make the wheels go around on this train. And we will catch you live from Alibi Aleworks next week. This train wreck. Enjoy your own vacation. Peace out. Later. Yeah, the entire discussion between Kelly and I, um, after we played almost the entire game where we didn't understand how the game works, that's going to get cut. <laughs> 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 but that finished. was the funniest part. I that's because really he doesn't want everybody to know I called him out on right? shit. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, you guys are hearing it here. Are we recording right now? <laughs> no, you guys, are, we are recording right here, and you guys are hearing it right now. It stays in. <laughs>